The one, the only beat, Tenacity, your favorite podcast host. I am one of a duo. I've got the very, very beautiful Ponatako Punta Malibye, not by my side, but across the country with her very, very golden voice. How are you doing, Punta? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for that intro. Oh my goodness. Like one day when I'm famous, I'll be like, guys, I only want to be introduced by Bongani because... Yeah, no, he's so great. He does a phenomenal job. It, it was giving would, we're at the awards, you know? Oh, I'm not yes. alone. Across the country. Hey, guys, our friends live fine. <laughs> <laughs> Across the country. How you well, doing, I can. I'm, I must say, I can tell from your voice that you, you really are doing well. But are you sure you are well, beloved? You don't have to show up and be well on this podcast. You can be how you're feeling, you know? <laughs> I'm actually well. Like, I'm well. I'm just tired, but I'm psyching myself up because I'm like, the work needs to be done. But otherwise, I'm well. Like, I'm just like, well. Like, no emo punta. I'm like, I'm good. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Actually, oh, okay, I'll tell you. How are you doing? Uh, you can't, you can't lead us on like that, and then Okay, I'm doing quite alright. I mean, there's quite a number of changes going on in my life. Changes in, in my, my life. life. <laughs> uh, but you know, we we swim. We keep on trying to swim. We keep on uh, trying to swim. Mm. Um. So there's a lot of things going on in the work front and it's quite mm-hmm. stressing um i have been feeling somewhat demotivated recently but i spoke to my manager and my manager was like you know what um you do seem to have a lot going on in your mind and um a lot of things are happening um in the space as well mm-hmm. and it seems like that could be a factor um that could be causing you to be feeling demotivated mm. um but today i was i was editing a video and i was just like oh this is nice let me just keep on doing this you know i think doing the creative stuff has made me a little bit better that's good that's good was this creative stuff for work or your personal it was for work okay okay that's still as long as we're getting the juices flowing i'm i'm here for it um but like but have you started journaling? We didn't speak much about journaling this year. Like if you're journaling on the regular. Actually, I had I had started journaling quite a bit in um, January, in February. Mm-hmm. I had started journaling quite a bit in February. And um, I, I had stopped doing it for a while in March. And I've really slacked. But it became such a morning routine thing where I was journaling every morning. And I was keeping up with it really, really well. Yeah. Um, but I've kind of slacked a bit right now. I should be getting back onto it. I'm going to push myself. That's what that's what I'm going to do. Are you, are you in the swing of journaling? Yes, yes, yes. Like, I made a promise last year on my birthday that I'm going to do it. Like, ever since I haven't stopped. Obviously, there's days where I just feel like, nah, I'm grand. Like, I don't even need to, like, 
decipher to whatever. I just, I know I'm grand. And on those days where I feel like, you know, like a lot is happening, I just journal just to figure things out. But I am very consistent with journaling. That's why I was asking if you've been journaling. That's good. Because it does That's help. Good. And how, how has it been helping? I mean, we all know that therapy and stuff like that can be quite expensive mm-hmm. sometimes, you know? For me, it helps because I am not, at least kind of an idea of like, you know, when you put like, it doesn't even have to be issues. Like, for instance, if you're saying there's a lot occupying your mind, you just look at like the list of things or whatever is like, that's just like a brain dump and on paper. And then I can look at it and see like, okay, what's a mountain and what's not, and what can be removed and what can I be like basically breaking them into like bite sizes to see that, no, this shouldn't be causing me anxiety because it's resolved like this. So, cause for me, like I get anxious a lot. So once I break down an issue as to like, Oh no, you're just being nervous because you think there's going to be a no. But like, what's the worst that can happen? It's okay. Just ask if it's a no, then we move on. So I feel like it does really help us like break things down and not feel like, like memory if full, you know? Yeah. I've noticed the other day that when I was journaling, I'm like, hey, it feels like I'm writing a first, <laughs> like a, 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 a book. I'm just I love like, that. why does this feel like I'm writing a book? Why does it not feel like, I am just writing, but the way it, it reads to me and the way it sounds to uh-huh. me, um, really feels like I'm reading Spud again or uh, something or The Great Gatsby. Uh, Not that I'm saying I'm writing as great as F. Scott Fitzgerald, but I'm just saying the first person. No, I'm just saying the first person nature of yeah. it and the way I've, and I think it's it's different because I was someone who journaled um, pen and paper journals. Yeah. Like I was very strict on that. Until someone encouraged me because I had gotten some software and they're like, actually use that software, use it for your writing and start with your journaling, you know? And I started typing and I find that now when I'm typing and I'm journaling on there, it feels like I am typing a book or I am typing (laughs) for my future self to read and chuckle Uh. and go through like an emotional roller coaster when you're reading the thing instead of just being like, a dump and yes i do dump um it just feels like a part of me is is, (laughs) yeah a part of me is like you cannot go back and edit that stuff you need to leave it as it is it's not you're not writing it to publish (laughs) it you honestly need to just leave it as it is like that like sometimes when i read back i was like hmm, that's really nice that was really beautifully written i don't know <laughs> I, I read back some of my journals i was like hmm, that was that's very colorful like i can see this you know yes. but i mean i love that like if it makes it fun because also when i'm writing i'm also trying to do this thing of like practicing like actually being a good writer not just like yes i'm journaling but like it's nice to have it like be a practice thing oh, oh my goodness our generations that is, is such a we're the worst. Did you hear what I just said? Oh my god! Why must <laughs> everything be upskilling, or a, like can't we just be and breathe? Oh my god! I can't believe I said that. <laughs> oh. Well, it comes both ways, yeah. you know. Like some in the past. People just got a job and that was fine. And now it feels like one skill is never enough. Yay. You know, like you always hear everyone's a triple threat now, even if it's not your triple yeah. threat that you know in terms of singing, acting, and dancing. Everyone is some sort of a triple threat. So it does feel as though having one skill is not enough. So don't chew yourself. Yeah. It's societal expectations that are making us think that we need to always be upskilling. 
But Nakona in Chalo, if you don't have the skills, you don't make the money. If you don't make the Especially money, Especially in our country, you... like with the way things are, like you can't like for instance, if there was a demand, I was watching this YouTube video where this lady was speaking about um, she's like, I don't know what uh, type of engineering she studied, but at the time when she graduated matric, it was high in demand for black women in that industry to go in. And then now it's not popular. And she says what she's done to make money, you don't have to, just, uh, no, you don't have to be like, uh, well, how can I put it? You don't have to necessarily say this because not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur, but you can always upskill to then be of like, be useful. Like, you know, so for instance, if we studied, um, or in the creative space, like for instance, you've got other skills that you're doing, like you're really good at the sound stuff, audio, yeah. whatever. That's upskilling. Look, it does, it opens more doors for you. Now imagine you're like, oh, let me open a wing for creative directing. You play the, you play the keyboard, you read music, you're doing this, then that opens for more opportunities and more income. But if you're just like, okay, yeah, no, no, I sing, and it's like, okay, that's lovely. You're gonna get jobs, but it's not as much as how uh, Bongani can be here, can be there, can be there, and it's in demand. And that's how it works in South Africa. Because you can go get your degree. That's lovely. Yeah. But we still like we still need people who are like they they need you if you're gonna be uh useful and resourceful to the company. So it's a really You know what what you're saying is is a double edged mm. sword because I remember listening to the radio and um I was listening to seven oh two. So clearly I'm a seven oh two black. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was listening to the radio and this guy was calling in and they were speaking about the unemployment rate, which we must get to in a couple of seconds. We definitely will because the, 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 the rate has changed really? quite drastically. But anyways, um, yeah, well, not quite drastically, but yes. Um, and this guy calls in and he says to this radio guy, um, listen, you do so many shows. You are on this radio show at night. You host a talk show on TV, on ETV. <laughs> Why don't you make space for your other colleague who was fired? The poor lady was crying on air on her last day. And here you are. You are hogging Mereko left, right, and center. You. <laughs> <laughs> So there's there's that element of um people don't have jobs and I mean I'm not yeah, siding yeah, yeah. on the fact that you need to you need to kutsa mm-hmm. yourself and humble yourself and not apply for things and not stretch yourself if you feel like you can do two jobs in a day a day shift and a night shift then go ahead type of vibe but then there's there's always those people who are like oh mara okadela banyabantu imisebenzi you know um but also the 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 whole upskilling thing um like we were saying it, it it can be a bit detrimental if that's like all you are thinking about doing in your life and it's all that you are ever just pursuing and you you don't just do a hobby just because you want to do a hobby i remember um aaron did a video oh here we go aaron did a video speaking about do you need to turn every hobby into an income and i think that's a very important question because Hobbies are intended yeah. to bring you joy. And a lot of the times, things that are um, bring you money come with a lot of um, stress. And I mean, a hobby like learning to play a guitar can bring you stress in that you're not moving your fingers fast enough and mm-hmm. it's challenging and you're learning a new song and it's difficult and stuff like that. But the stress of trying to make money and living up to clients' expectations and, and analysis guys, all you wanted to do was just make a side yeah. hustle out of just you playing guitar because it has a culture, it actually like, oh, go to, you know what, monetize your hobbies. Some of them, leave them alone. 
leave them alone and just let it be a hobby that you just enjoy. I definitely see that. You know? But again, what, what you're saying with the double-edged sword is that on the other end is that if I am yegging them and I'm seeing that, you know what, I know how a, I can paint. I can paint sneakers. And I am a painter. And I was like, people are not buying my canvases. I thought I'm going to have a different form of canvas and I'm going to paint sneakers. Now I'm taking that hobby or that thing into something else because if we don't, then there's depression. Like you really get sad when you don't have money. I don't know why, but it's like, it's not the option. So you're like, am I going to overwork myself or am I going to just say, I'm going to take, you know, two things and then, yeah, you know, because we still also want to do, the cost of living is also getting so high. When I petrol, groceries are so expensive. Now it's just like, it's just so stressful. To be an adult in this Dude, life. the unemployment rate, the unemployment rate went up in the last uh-huh. quarter of 2021 from 4.9 to 5.3%. Uh... Not 4.9, 40, 40, 49, 49, mm, mm, eh? Mm, mm. eh? 44.9% to 45.3%. It's such a depressing topic. Soon, soon, 50% of the country is going to be unemployed. And what is that man saying? Guys, what is the plan? This is so scary. What's the plan? What's the plan? What is the plan? That is tragic, actually. Imagine 50% of the country. It is... 50% 50% of the country. Side hustles, honestly, because what is this? Anyway. What is this? What is this? Let's leave it there. Let's get into some word on the street. Come on! Word on the street. Here we go again. Word on the street. So today for word on the street, we are talking about the recent incident that happened at the Oscar Awards, darling. The very, very prestigious Oscar Awards, where Sir William Smith walked up, strutted up to (laughs) Sir Chris Rock and struck him upon the face. (laughs) Memruti, kupa urekotele baibilimo. Moire, when you are slept, turn the other cheek. Ameni, ameni. Before we get into it, I suggest we take a listen to the moment for those of you that missed it. You probably didn't miss it, but we enjoy these things, you know, on this podcast. So we're just going to play it so that we can, we can, we can relive it all together, be in the moment together, and then Sizangena Ngamakomi do it. You know who's got the hardest job tonight? Javier Bardem. And his wife are both nominated. Now, if she loses, he can't win. (laughs) He is praying that Will Smith wins. Like, please, Lord. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? (laughs) That that was was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh oh, Richard. <laughs> That's Will walking out. That's Will walking out. Oh, that was wow. the slap. Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. <laughs> you took Lit- my wife's name out 
Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a GI Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. He was about to make another joke. Yeah. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. Okay. You know when I first saw that. I didn't yeah. know whether it was staged or not. I was like, this, this must be staged. Ah, guys, you guys don't know uh, Will Smith's real face. Yeah, pain. That man has been in pain. Like, you know, literally, let me study, I have been going through it. Like, that face I saw in Horka Yitzki, Elaya, Red Table Talk, is the real one. It's not <laughs> I was like, hey, yeah, the world's favorite meme. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I had to like watch it again and be like, wait, what is going on here? Especially because I had first, I didn't watch the Oscars. Um, so obviously I woke up Monday and I was catching up on what I had missed Sunday evening. And I'd first watched Will accept in speech when he won the award. And I'm like, oh, wow, he he really is quite emotional. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, but yo, after all those movies, I think I would be uh, quite emotional. Even after one movie, I think I would be like, I wouldn't be. Uh, I, I, like, I, like to, I like to think, think, think. I, I think that's how I would be. You know? <laughs> so when, when I watched him, I was just like, okay, cool. That's why he's emotional. But like his speech for me, I was just like, where's it coming from? Only for me to watch the incident that happened before. And I was like, oh. Hectic. I mean, that was really, really hectic. Obviously, it was not staged at all. Yes. Um, and I think before we just get into giving our sides, let's just give a bit of background story here. Let's not forget that in 2016, at the 2016 Oscars, when Oscars So White, I think it was the 2016 Oscars, when Oscars So White was trending and um, actors were boycotting uh, the Oscars, Jada Pinkett being one of them, uh, Chris Rock was there again and he made a joke about Jada Pinkett saying something along the lines of um why is she boycotting the oscars her boycotting the oscars is like him him boycotting rihanna's panties he wasn't invited like so Uh, she wasn't invited she's a television star she's not a movie star um, so that happened all the way i think um in 2016 i'm not sure of the the year but i do think that happened in 2016 then track forward October 2021, Jada Pinkett reveals on social media and on Red Table Talk that she's suffering. Um, not suffering. She's got alopecia. Excuse me. She's not suffering. She's mm. got alopecia. Mm. And she reveals that to the world. She even reveals a scar that she's quite insecure about. And, um, she's been going bold, um, ever since. So then. This happens. And let's also not forget, like Punta mentioned, there was all that stuff that happened. It wasn't in 2020 or 2021 with um, August Alsina and the entanglement yes. and Will 
being on Red Table Talk and being made a meme out of and all of those sort of things. And now it all feels like it culminated in this one moment when or this one pop culture moment that had the world gasping. Um, I heard you laughing at Chris Rock's jokes over there. What whose side are you on? What do you think? No, I mean if a, if a comedian makes a joke, like I'm gonna laugh. You couldn't laugh at the joke. Yes, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even like I'm not even at the idea of like that's actually true. Like if you get home and you're the male who you as the husband and you want you want and your wife is gonna sulk and there's no winning in that situation. So you're like, oh, I wish we'll we'll the one who takes it home, blah blah. blah. So that was funny for me and really funny. I really don't want to take sides. I don't. Because also I saw on TikTok someone mentioned that Will, Will had shared that growing up his dad was abusive to his mom and then he could never defend her. Obviously, maybe because he didn't know how to stand up for her mother and also he's a child. The only way he knew how to like simmer down any situation, any tense situation was to share a joke. And then I feel like maybe this is also coming full circle with that he has that deep regret, even with the... Uh, Fresh Prince, the oh, the mom, the original, kind of came the aunt, aunt, aunt Viv, Viv uh, also not protecting yeah. her. Like, there's a lot of conversation about the mom on Viv, and then now I feel like maybe also yeah. that has to do with that thing. Yahore, if I couldn't protect my mom, I couldn't protect Aunt Viv. Now I am not gonna sit back and laugh and not protect my wife and my family. So for me, I don't think violence is the answer like i don't obviously maybe his his emotions were just like really building up and then he felt like he needed to resolve it like that but i don't i don't condone violence but also in the same breath i also think um what's this like he he felt that he needed to do that because it's like one of those you know and you couldn't say anything like you know how people take that whole conversation mm, about that mm, so i feel like a lot of people mm. talk about his psychology of that and also last year a lot happened so maybe he's just tired of being made fun of and yeah but i'm just not on anyone's side because also chris knows that this one has been speaking about this condition why is this a joke oh but also i mean does he know it does he not watch red, red table talk how do we know he watches Red Table? But somebody mentioned that he's the one who was doing um an ad or ad or something about black women's hair and how we shouldn't make fun of it. I forgot what that thing. He, he did, a, yeah, he did a movie. He did a movie. So there wasn't any learning opportunity in that movie. But that movie, that movie happened before Jada revealed that she had alopecia. I'm just playing devil's advocate in that we can't we can't be sure that he keeps up with the smiths you know we can't be sure that he's been watching and following and listening and things like that because i even saw someone online saying um you can't tell me with all that production crew and all the people all the people on his team and stuff like that that they would have let that that no one knew that she had alopecia and stuff like that but i was i was arguing that don't you like I'm sure you know how comedians are. They prepare a set, but sometimes I'm a jokes by Ayaba Figela, Balapo, a stage. Do you get what I'm saying? And they just run with it and they go with it. And I think for me, it looked like one of those moments because I honestly can't believe that a whole group of adults would be okay with that joke 
being said, you know? So I, for me, the benefit of the doubt is that perhaps maybe this is one of those jokes that came to him when he was on the stage. He didn't rehearse it or anything like that. He just said it or he had thought it earlier on and now he just said it. You know, when you and people are there and you're seeing people and you're just greeting people and you're also making jokes as you're greeting people. Um, to me, it seems like it could have been one of those moments. Uh, in terms of you saying you're not going to pick sides and Will having... Um, having been experienced abuse growing up and all of that, I think, yeah, it's quite interesting to hear. And um, it's it's quite interesting how you say it's a full circle moment. Let's hear what someone else has to say. I will give my opinion later, but let's hear what someone else has to say. First of all, I do not condone violence. And I'm not saying uh, Will Smith's reaction was was okay, but I'm definitely on his side. This shows that um, we shouldn't normalize making jokes about other people's insecurities. Mm. It's the fact that she says we shouldn't normalize making jokes about other people's insecurities. I definitely do agree with that. Um, my my thing is is it okay yes 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 it is an insecurity for her but that, did he know it's an insecurity does like i said does he keep up with the smiths um so is it an insecurity for her but i do agree with you to a certain extent listener mlaleli lapikaya that um there is a line that we must make in terms of what we do and what we don't joke about and i think people's insecurities are definitely one of those the thing is you won't know what people's insecurities are some people are vocal and some people aren't vocal about their insecurities some people's insecurities are visual some people's insecurities aren't um some people's insecurities can be something as small as they say a certain word and you just make a joke go to where now you pronounce it like this and then like oh there you go. You've made a joke about someone's insecurity. Like you wouldn't know. Or insecure. progress. I progress. You know, isn't this a stupid? Isn't <laughs> um, I hate that I made it that made that example. But if you get what I'm saying, is that how can we be sure of um, someone's insecurities? I was gonna leave my opinion for a little bit later on. But I do think it's worth sharing right now because I, I, I agree with this listener um, that you can make a joke to a certain line. And I think the line over here is that you do not make jokes about people's appearances. Mrs. Producer said this. You just don't make jokes about the way people look because you don't know why people look the way they look, what they are facing, what they are not facing, what they are dealing with, what they are not dealing with. Just don't make jokes about the way people look. Hey, hey everybody. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to my YouTube channel. Hey, your YouTube channel. Yo, Mzala, I'm sorry. That was me. That was all me. I didn't give you a warning. I didn't give you a countdown. <laughs> it's 
Excuse me. I just pressed play and I just kept it moving. And the way I'm just like so relaxed, I'm like, I know we're just busy with technical things. But anyway, hello everybody. Welcome to YouTube Digest. Um, it's so exciting to be back. Did you miss like the podcast or was it just Bob's? I definitely missed it. Ah, okay. Just checking, just checking. Okay, so something really exciting happened this past weekend or past week, like with Netflix and their shows and them having influencers, obviously, like talk about the new shows that are coming up and, and, and. And obviously, I think before I start and talk about the Bridgerton affair that our influencers had, um, so obviously Netflix, the show Bridgerton season two was coming out and then they were like, obviously going to throw a ball, you know? Yes. What do you call that ball? The Bridgerton affair. Yes. So they were throwing that a ball, but I had a whole theory behind yes. Like, why is the advertising so intense on the show? I remember, remember the Duke. I don't know if you've watched uh, Bridgerton season one. The Duke. Have you watched it? No. You haven't? Never. Okay. There, there was the Duke on the show, this really handsome man. He was the talk of the show. It's almost like somebody is just like the star and we can't see the show without him. I think I know he's that face. guy who was yeah. going viral last year, blah, blah, blah. So he, I don't know what happened. I yes. need to actually find out what happened. He left the show. So he left the show. He wasn't supposed to come back for season two, but he didn't. Um, and people were like, when, why, why would we even watch Bridgerton without him? He is, he is the Imagine. God. Like he's just everything. Like we were watching Drooling, that show because of the Duke. And, they needed to have, obviously, they, they like, you know what, changed the story and switched it up to, like, in, if you didn't know the scandal, you'd be like, okay, this makes sense why the story is shifting in this direction and, 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 and. So now, obviously, the marketing had to be intense because not that they wouldn't have done this or whatever, but it's, it was very necessary for them to have people want to watch uh, Bridgerton. To, like, give an extra no, push. Because this marketing was intense. Like, it's like, what? It's like proper, proper, proper marketing. And Bongani, it was so insane that it was in sync. If I'm on, uh, if I'm on social media and I have my UK girlies, they are there. If I'm watching the American girlies, they are there. I'm watching South African, Nigeria. They, oh, yes. really? In whatever time, whatever you're in, but I in that did same not weekend, know they had that. a Bridgerton affair. So the marketing is so insane. You're like, there's no way I'm not watching this. I literally binged to watch the whole weekend. I was like, I, I think in, in one day. I was like, I want to watch this. Like, what is the fuss? Da, 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 da. I have to watch season one first. I'm interested You're, now. It is, because I mean, like, this marketing is insane. You're like, I need to watch the show. It's really good. Like, it's so, so, so good. I still think season one is better because of that guy. And it's just like, mm, it's beautiful. But now it is, uh, yeah, it was, I think it's just also beautiful. The marketing is great. And if it is, if I think, if I think what they did is true, then it's brilliant. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm gonna so we're gonna be talking about like some of our favorite looks from uh the Bridgerton Affair, South Africa, because we are here in South Africa. Um so I like the first outfit I like on my list is Toki. Is it Toki Makinoa? Sorry for butchering the name. Nollywood star. She's a Nollywood star. Like her dress was made by Khart Kukutia. Khart Yuan. Sorry, I'm pronouncing the names wrong, guys. Sorry. But her dress was made by her. Like, so, Bongani, how long have these people known about this event coming up? And then they look like they're freaking going to... Imagine how much this dress should have could have cost. 
Can you see her dress, the green one? Yeah. Yes, oh. yes. I can see I can see Toke's dress. What's and Toke? I think what's Sorry. quite interesting is Yo, how I know. I, well, I I think it, I think hey, it's Toke. I'm not sure, but I think. Um, yeah, it's Toke. Yeah. <laughs> confidence. Into ovele effect in child. Also, phone ati opetile. Oza expose. Oza oh, we grow and we learn every day. That's your go-to line, and then you just keep it moving. You know, got the mong ati or shy. I will go show. Lots of but I know I guys gonna be guy But anyways, going back to the matter at hand, I think the dress looks absolutely amazing. Khesyan is local. Toke is a Nigerian. Is she an influencer or an she artist? She seems big, um, like a big person. Yes. And also, this dress is not giving. I'm yeah. just starting as an as mm-hmm. an influencer. It's saying I've been. I've solidified my mark. Kista. Yes, yes. No, I definitely do agree. I definitely do agree. And if you, what I was trying to say is that if if that was made by the, of course, we're not going to doubt that it's made by Gert. But I mean, oh Gert, oh local, oh Some of you Mzansi celebs, it's like oh Gert. Like if he had the brief for Duke, he probably had the brief for you as well, and he would have many creative outfits to do. But also, you don't want to look the same yeah. like other people. You don't want to be dressed too much the same like other people. Uh, so there's also that to consider. Gert did you know? make her dress, and Toke has five million followers. So. It ain't just yeah, anybody. She's got she's... five million followers. Damn. Yeah, that's yeah, no. intense. And she only follows five hundred people. So yeah, no, no. Toke is definitely her dress was made by her. It's gorgeous. Like not even some people look this good at the at any award show. Like what? Yeah, I know. It's illegal. Yeah. Who's yours? So I want to talk about Tanu Tabeta's dress. I know this was someone you sent me, but my goodness, that dress was unbelievably beautiful. The detail, the Mm. colors, the fascinator, darling. Come on. That's really gorgeous. Come on. Oh, but like, come you know, on! People really looked. I'm just looking at the pictures. I'm just like I'm struggling to pick who's what. But okay, somebody I really loved as well. You know who I liked? Linda mm. Tomba. Mm. Tomba. Linda Tomba. The one with the short dress, like it's got Linda a. Linda Tomba. What? Yes. Yes, the one, you know, and then in a path, pizzle. It's so fashionable. Like, like it's path. like, I'm ahead of you guys. But is it on theme? Is it on I theme? I mean, obviously, some of them were going because it, it wasn't it like African with a touch of royalty with a flair of African or something like that. Mm-hmm. Ah, Bongani, but also, even this one, uh, Toke is not looking. Is this, is this a touch of Africa? I think the green is the touch of Africa. I don't think you would get royal dresses that are that color. Do you think in when oh. when you were watching Bridgerton is was a dress? No, they don't that even have green. the color scheme. You see, no, so no. I think I think that would be the touch of Africa. Ah, uh, this one I don't know, Bongani, but it's it's just working. I love it. Like some of them didn't go for that. They were going for. I'm doing. I'm showing your fashion. I'm gonna school you. Because wow. 
You know, that's what I wanted to say. With some of our celebs, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to a wedding. Sorry, can we talk about Lalela? Leicester? V.S. Lalela? Miss... South Africa, South Africa. Oh, is that a, oh, this is very embarrassing. Oh, shit. Absolutely boring. <laughs> wow. You know what her dress was? Nancy, we have a cocktail party. Nancy. And did you hear? I almost lied on national radio. <laughs> what were you going to say, Putsa? What were you going to say? I didn't, I didn't know her name. On top of that, I must say, wow, she looks, I said she looks nice. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not ashamed. I won't lie, but this dress, no. No. It's not the one no. for... No. No. <laughs> no. One more time. That's going to be our standard. That's going to be our standard. <laughs> If you're doing it bad, okay. your turn. Who's next? You know what? I know that's going to be an unpopular opinion, but I don't know about, like, the queen, Zozi's outfits. I mean, I get the concept. I love it. Obviously, she's just so gorgeous. Like, anything that's just on her, for me, just looks beautiful. But if it was this item on its own, I, maybe because it's the queen. I don't know. It's really nice, but I don't know. <laughs> That sounds like a lot of sugar coating. For me, it's how it's coming out at the hips, you know, the shaping over there for me. And I do understand mm-hmm. that it is according to the style and everything like that. But I think if but it, there's something missing, I don't know what it the, is. You were just, you were just disappointed. I was just like, no, I don't know, because I mean, look at Kanye. You, you like Kanye. Kikani on it with the white dress. Yes. What is this? Yes. I love it. Like a I love it. I think it's a blend of. It for me, it's on theme. Like I think it's fashionable. It's something I would even wear. Like why would you even wear this? Like I, I liked her outfit for me. I liked the whole accent, yeah, the Nigerian duke, the style of it. Like I really did like it. What do yeah. you think? Can you get her? Hey, that's pretty good. Uh huh. Definitely, because I do agree with you. Um, adding that um, Nigerian crown um, head wrap mm-hmm. really made it look like a crown, and then it gave you that royalty flair. But like, because it's a yeah, African yeah, yeah. head wrap, it gave you with mm-hmm. the fl- with a hint of African because of the shape of the dress. Um, I think even though it wasn't just straight material going down, and even though I, what do they say? It was ruffled. Is it not? It's not ruffled. Yeah, it's layered. It's layered. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. Um, it's still because of how it's shaped and that it it poofs out is is still much I think in style and I do think I like it. When I first saw it, I wasn't sure about it, but now mm. when you've raised your points, I definitely do agree with you. Or we've got someone else. Oh, you gonna speak? Sorry. Oh, uh, uh, Nadia Nakai. I saw it and I was like, mm. you, you you were like. Mm. It's you know what? Nice. It looks good know. on Nadia Nakai. Yeah. Is it the right dress for this event? 
I do not think so. I don't know what I it is about it that means like an elevation or something, but she does look good. But she it's looks like, great for me. Uh, it, even the makeup and the hair, it's like, I, I feel like she looks great. I feel like she, yeah, she really looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, what's this? Is this a, a, a till, this invisible sort of cape sort mm. of thing that's going on? I think um, film premiere in South Africa for a Netflix film, great dress. But mm. um, Royal with the Flair of African... Uh, I I do not see that in this. Yeah, one person else who was doing, I mean, not follow the 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 the, the theme to the T, but is like obviously setting the standard on fashion and influence is Lerato. Kamanyan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, it's stunning. Obviously, the pink, and the pink, the pink dress. Yeah. Why are we? I guess you say I want to see too. No, I'm just trying to explain it to the. To oh the yeah, it's a pink dress and it's open in front. Oh, I forgot. Kinda they can't see, guys. Yeah, we're just seeing it. It's really nice for me. I didn't ever see expect her to disappoint. Um, it's does it is it African with a touch of not really, but is it fashionable? Is it am I influencer and influential? And am I making the mark? Yes. Is it? Yeah. Mm, yes. It's gorgeous, obviously. Like it's her. Like it's fashionable. But I don't know if it's yep. the theme. She gets. Hey, hey, that's pretty good. Yeah, no, I do think it's a great dress. It looks great. I do think yeah. it's a twist. It's a play on the theme because um, those dresses did have those busts and everything like that yeah. in in the back and all all around and stuff. So for her to then, um, for them to then make it short in front. Um, I think it's a nice twist on that. I don't see yeah. African, but I see like a contemporary take on a what century was that? Whatever. Yeah. Um, but, dress, but the ruffling at the top is nice. No, everything J- about a, it, like obviously everything she does. Like, yeah, but uh, she makes sure it's influenced and fashionable. Like it's consistent her brand, so it's like very expected of her to just look stunning. And then uh, our beautiful girl, our 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 diamond of the season, Pamela. This is beautiful. Obviously, Pamela always is on point. Is it on theme? Not really, but she just looks amazing. Pamela? Visa huh. Pamela. With the umbrella there. Need the umbrella. Oh. Oh, I didn't even notice it was her. Oh, Pamela, so I don't know. How, how is she just amazing at everything she does? She is amazing. She really is amazing. Mm. Yeah, her um, dress is nice. Her dress is nice, but I feel like it's disappearing. Yeah. The patterns look great. Oh, young Sula Legapem, because the mostly Mara. Because because and maybe that's not I think healthy. also when I was being shotting the pictures that I liked, I didn't really take into account the whole theme of Africa and ang ang with a touch of because then uh, most of these outfits would have been not like it would have just been like faves, Mara not you know. There was people saying that the Nigerian um, 
Yes. The Nigerian people. What are they not doing? They're always Africans. doing it right. Nigerians, fashion and makeup. Hair, please. Always on our necks. Always you know, on everyone's necks. Not just our necks. The UK girlies were not playing. But Bongani, okay, I'm done with the list because, yeah, that's all I have. I don't know if you want to say more on the Bridgerton affair. Um, I I think um, I wanted to talk about Zikona's dress. I think that somewhat hit the nail on the head, but it was giving me more African. But it, it I mean, she looks like a royal African queen. Like Yay. if we were to see how Unandi dresses right now, ah, um, that's what she would look mm. like for me. Mm. A little disappointed by Bonnie Henna's outfit. Um, yeah, let me slap on the dress and let me get going, you know. Um, also I disappointed by the langas. Uh, disappointed. Mm. There's some people, it's also fine. I think we mustn't add pressure on others. <laughs> no, not in like that way. Like in a way that's like. <laughs> Ooh, she shady, darling. No, not My even like goodness. that. Like, you know, like instance, we it, don't have any expectations from this person. No, no, I have expectations when it comes to all the things, the work she does, you know what I mean? But, like, it's like with Lerato. I was like, it's an expectation that Lerato must look good. She always looks good. She shuts it down all the time. And in Bonnie, I never, it's not like I've seen her, like, saying she's pushing fashion content. So when she comes with this dress, I'm like, okay, this is cute. Okay, you look decent. sharp. But if Lerato comes, if, if, if um Pamela comes, I'm just like, ma'am, what had happened? This is the brand, this is what you speak about, this is what you're about, why are you not serving? So with her, I'm just like, okay, Bonnie Naila eventing. Kaniti. yes, but that nitty for me is killing me because clearly the library is open on your end. Um, I'm not liking the langas as well. I'm liking the black and white, but how it came together, though, I'm not a fan of. Why, why not? I don't know. I just feel like it's it doesn't look royal. Okay. Yeah. It, it looks like Baile eventing. Maybe sometimes in the brief for better understanding. Knife, I was writing the brief. Ningari, guys, go as if you're going... To the Bridgerton, Mara Shagazulu is also invited, and you guys are the entourage of Shagazulu. Maybe then you Because <laughs> for me, I will understand it better like that. Because if you're saying, because I'm watching Bridgerton and I have to see what's happening there, and then say Twist of Africa, I'm just like, hmm. but then somebody says Shagazulu is going to be there, and that's royalty. I would be like, okay, I'm going to take it with the approach of, is it Zikona? Okay, come on. Zikona, Yes, what's Zikona? I mean, I would take that approach. I'd be like, okay. This makes sense. With the corners one, it makes complete sense of if I was going to a royal house here, yeah, an African royal house with a twist of Bridgerton. Obviously, because Africa being the main, you know, aspect of everything because we're in Africa. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, I must say what I th- I think what based on your your observations, I really do agree with what you're saying about um, Kanye. No. I mean, right now you, you, you do have a very valid point that, um, it's very like you need to brief your team well as well. Mm-hmm. Now again, you know, 
and um, sometimes leading more to what you know in the brief is for your benefit. Yeah. Rather look arrive there looking like an African royal. Mm. Likani does look be... like if they you know how the royal house has those weddings. If she was also going to a royal African wedding, this would look stunning. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to say is that it. it I think it's it's a mixture of um, the the motifs and the hints behind it. You know, like um, okay, so the royal family would wear a crown, but what's our African version of a crown? Like it's tall, or like a Zulu hat would be um, an example, or like Kanye's done this sort of head wrap as an example. Oh yeah, um, like do research as to even what them, other tribes yeah. wear. Yeah, you know, things like that. But anyways, well done to those people who dressed up well and looked great. Um, for I those of you... I think also made an effort. Yeah, for those of you who tried as well, well done to you. I mean, it's a lot of pressure to walk those carpets and look great and also please Mzansi because we all know everyone is trigger um, happy when it comes to leaving their opinion on social media, but when it comes to acting on real things, that never happens. What is the next topic, Bunza, before I run my mouth for too long? Before we leave, I wanted to ask, like, I wonder not how leaving. this... Not Why leave, like, leaving? this conversation. Oh, oh, Leaving oh. this conversation. Um, I was, like, with regards to the whole... um, What do you call this? Like, the invitations. I was wondering, like, who... How do they do, how do they do it? Like who was to decide who okay, these people come and these influencers don't come and these celebrities come and these other celebrities don't come. Because I was shocked that Snare, Sneaky Wemklongo, I don't know if she wasn't invited or she was occupied on the day or whatever, that she wasn't there. And I was like, she would have made sense for someone because I've like obviously watched the stories and she's someone who watches Netflix, talks about yeah. shows, loves popcorn and she she's a fashion, you know, like the whole like the whole um uh what's the word traction of that thing was the red carpet never mind going inside and watching bridgerton and socializing but the the coming in in the royal place and being there with the queen or whatever people like sneaky would have killed it because fashion is her thing as a influencer um, um i don't know who else was obviously i didn't see misali there i didn't see vungai i didn't see uh, but okay, other people I can understand. Or, oh, I, I didn't think you're a, like, for instance, even Wendy Gumete, the black Wendy, um, yes, is somebody who talks a lot about shows. You know what I mean? Like, do they? Yeah. I don't know how we're selected besides fashion, but there's also people who really talk about shows who are like, if there's a new show that's been watched, if I check Wendy's story, she's sharing a Netflix show, da, da, da. so I'm like wondering how was it selected. And I guess we'll never know, you know, I guess, you know, honestly, we'll never know because you don't even know if it's the, I mean, it's probably the marketing team, but you don't know in some organizations, is it um, up to the CE to approve or not? Um, Mm -hmm. Is it just the people who are recruiting? Is it up to, like, you'll just, we'll just never know. And also, Mm -hmm. but it would be great to know, like, what motivates. We should hold um, what you call this marketing seminars as much as we have the lori awards we should have Mm. marketing seminars at the end of the year and we reflect and we look at some of the major campaigns and adverts that have been rolled out this year and hear the people's thinking and how they put that together and what they were hoping to achieve and whether they've achieved that or not because i i would be interested in what makes them choose and what qualifies you 
I don't want to say worthy, but um, worth putting. <laughs> I guess that's the yeah, same yeah. thing. Worth being in a spe- specific campaign, you know? Mm-hmm. I guess it's up to the campaign objectives and what they're trying to achieve. And whether you being there helps them achieve one of those campaign objectives, at least. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. But also, at the end of the day, we mustn't forget that influencing is a job. So something like that would be very essential for me moving forward into the new year to understand. Let's say I'm rebranding. Now I'm a family person. I would want to know like more of what would be needed for me because I'm no longer I'm out of the club scene. I'm engaged. There's a transition all the time of life growing up. But people would have to know, like, you don't have to always be going to a private tutor or whatever to tell you about, oh, this is what's happening or join a space, even though those spaces are very helpful. But I'm saying something like what you're saying would be like a seminar to know that with the big project and this and this and this, this was selected and this is what we're looking for. So that people can essentially, like what you do in a big company, know how to improve and what to work towards and how, you know, you can get your game on. Maybe people would say, yeah, no, obviously we'd hire Vungai over Mangmang because Vungai's work is like HD. Like it's quality, quality. Vungai, um, Tandi Gama or Mpumile Duaba. When you look at their work, it's, you know, maybe sometimes they're looking at things like that. They want quality um, content, high definition, da 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 And those people are good at what they do. You know what I mean? Also, so it's going to be quality content. It's, it's like everything about their content specifically. I mean, other people are also good, but even who's this? Yeah. K-Yoms. It's just like, wow. I feel like I'm watching a story, like not even an advert, like I'm watching a, a, a snippet of a movie because everything, depending obviously on the brief, this is so dreamy, but it gets to the point and I love it. I'm enjoying it and I'm enjoying the quality. So if, if you had a yeah. seminar like that, maybe they have it. Like, you know, you'd be surprised on the spaces. But uh, maybe maybe we don't know. Yeah. yeah. Me as a creative, I would want to go to a seminar like that to just always know how I can up my game. That's true. Yeah, but um, in other other awesome news, Google Let's Learn Zumba hit seventy k subscribers on YouTube. Let's seventy what? Seventy k. This answer. This answer, Basala. She is killing it. No, she's definitely killing it. But let me tell you, I mean, I see the seventy k, but like her friendship. And decides about well, Bongani like this. Those girls. Let me tell you one thing about them. And I remember we spoke about these girls uh, like a while ago, while you were still, you and I were still living in the same city. And I was telling you that there's just something so special about how they just always celebrate each other and they're always in support. Like I could be like on social media, and if Google dropped the video today, I doubt Google announces, guys, I'm gonna drop a video. Everyone, go post on your story. No. It's just already with how uh, their, 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 their relationship was translated online. I'm just knowing that it's just support. Like, oh, my girl's dropped. Oh, my dropped, my, my friends dropped the reel. Google shares it. This one is dropping a video. Oh, that one is selling sleet. Okay, let's put this jewelry. Okay, yeah. Like, it just always seems like there's a network of, like, for instance, even following is a, is a currency now. And so it's not like I'm keeping it to myself. If Bongani is posting yeah. that he's yeah. doing music, we don't, I just, I don't just like, oh, this is nice, double tap, move on. They just always, if, if you just check all the friends, I follow all of them, or most of them, and it's just like, I was like, wow. And then, then they had a party. Obviously, maybe Google's hosted her friends. They were had like, it was just girls in pajamas, drinks, and then they were just counting down to 
um, uh, 70, is a, uh, 70K. And then they were just in support. Yeah. Like, for me, it was just warm in my heart to just see people like that. Because I don't think there's a lot of people like that where... Like, it's nice to just have a moment where it's not about me and we just focus on Bongani and it's just amazing that what he's doing and celebrate him, push him and do things. Like, like for me personally, there's sometimes where I feel like, you're like, oh, hi guys, sorry, I'm posting this. Please help me, please. There's some people who are just like, oh my friend, what send it. Even if they know they only have five people who follow them, but then the fact that they're so proud of the work, they're, they watch the work because even sometimes the friends quote some of the things she did on the videos and I'm like oh my god she's so blessed to have people like that who are like fully fully in support especially in the world that we yeah. live in where people are so busy people don't have time all the time for Bongani who's starting a new hobby every week Bongani's playing piano next week Udala drums next week Udalang but they're supportive Google's doing this they will post Nana is doing this as a jewelry thing they do it uh, Orissa is doing her thrift shop there, there, supporting, sharing, sharing. And that's how I knew. And to, uh, the other one, her name is Katla. She lives in Cape Town. She's an actress. They share her work. She's a fitness influencer as well. In, in, they share her work. I just love that network of we're friends and we're also like helping and, you know, showing off for each other. They don't necessarily post every week when Google posts, but when they do, they make sure they show up. When they're, when they're sharing it, it's with, you can see it's intentional. It wasn't just the reshare. It was like, hey guys. My girl's getting 70k. Let's get her there. Let's get her there. Like, it's sevens. It's a well-oiled machine. Like, it's so beautiful to witness. Yo, it's so beautiful. I love it. I love... Hi, Punta. Ustele, when we are letting you down. <laughs> but I definitely do agree with you that it is It is quite great to see friends supporting each yeah. other. And not just um, supporting each other in terms of, hey, Mkani, now my job application. Now my job application. Uh, no, ma- so push it. Yes. and oh. celebrating you mm. because you know that when it's your turn they will be just as there for you yes. to celebrate you as well 100% so like when I saw that I was like wow that is just so beautiful like everyone deserves that kind of friendship but again it's not good news Gule episode K Republic yes. has her own place yes. it makes me so happy oh my oh. It's not that to her. It's not that to her. Like, no, she's so hardworking, hey? And I was like, Kay actually waited so long because for me in my own, maybe obviously she had her own financial things that she was working through, but she worked so damn hard. She's so consistent. And I was like, yo, she only moved now. Maybe she made sure her when I move, I am like really, really proper. But like, yo, I'm so happy for her. Like, and I know, I remember I mentioned it a long time ago that she's going to get a car. Soon it's a car. Watch, guys. Watch. So I was just saying congratulations, Kay. I'm so, so, so proud of you. It feels like Rahula Booth. Well done to her. Mm. And Michelle is another one as well, who also apparently bought her yet. Oh, that is like so cool. Shout out to Michelle, yeah. the girl. Yeah. Well done to well her. Well done, Michelle. She's so deserving, like hardworking. That is... She's absolutely and very encouraging for people who are doing this influencer line of work because usually we used to see um what do you call this like in America that people are buying houses like YouTubers now in the country we're really seeing it Nadia Chafta as well has her own home uh, she lives with her friends obviously I don't think she can yes. it, but she like uh, has her own house she lives with her friends oh yeah we've always spoken about yeah, this yeah so like there's like there's like this thing. 
in the country. Obviously, we don't Hello. live in a like in America. It's just like a thing. Yeah, I bought a house. In this country, not everyone shares. Oh, I got a house. In Botswana, Ghana as well, bought their own place. There's so many people yeah. like Mumele Dwaba. Um, there's um Vungai as well and her partner. Like it's just like so amazing to see that this is people what are doing. Like I'm a creative and we're buying houses and we're like it's just like it's a viable career. So beautiful. The land. Mm. Because some people will be like, yeah, influencers what that Mariano but go finance or rent still. So but why can't other people just be um doing the most in this field, you know? So yeah, I love it for her. Yeah. Who, who else is next? I love it for them. I think the one person who's also doing quite, w- the one person who's doing quite well mm-hmm. is Lasizwe. He has a new show coming yeah. up, and it's a show where he features his brother. I think it's going to be on YouTube. He posted this on Instagram. Let's take a listen to um, the the trailer of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, it's happening. I want to pack what is going to make me happy. That's him in a G-string. Something bad's about to happen, I know. On each episode, Lasizwe and Lungile will challenge each other to complete an activity. As of now, gloves are off. You are so evil! But with these two, you know there's always some fun waiting ahead. Honestly, right now You must take my number. I'm quite excited to see that. I mean, when you see them on Kanye's show, it's already quite interesting. Um, and also just seeing them on Instagram on what this show might be is also very quite interesting mm-hmm. as well. Those two seem like they water and oil, but it seems like the one thing that glues them together is love, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. That's nice. But I also like what Lassiz was doing for himself. Like, it's, I don't know, like forever and ever till the end of this podcast, I'll always say that I love what the internet is doing and how if I have the creativity and if he has the budget, like this, remember how Lassiz started with skits? And he was just filming with his phone, and then the more money he's yeah. getting, like at first when I saw that, um, that the this uh, I almost said the showing shortly, this <laughs> ad of the new show that's <laughs> coming up, I was just like, I thought this was on MTV again because I thought maybe he canceled his reality show, and this is the quality is good, and I was like, this is really good, like when people progress, and then it just goes next level as well. So, yo, big ups to him, like. He really is working hard and he's and it's, it's his em- empire. Like he's doing this all for himself. So I really love that. Really is. Um, congrats to him. I can't wait to watch it. I was hoping it would be up right now. I, I, I keep forgetting whether she mentions a date at the end of this um, snippet. But anyways, uh, when it's up, we'll definitely watch it. We'll definitely support. On to sadder news. Many YouTube couples have been breaking ah. up. Yo, I, that's actually sad. I think extremely maybe it's sad. also like extremely yeah, sad. It's just like I didn't see it coming, not at all. So one of the first ones was Ume Dreams, and I forgot what the partner's name is. Ume Dreams and the real MXO, yes. 
Bonganese yeah. people. But did you see so, the real MXOs, the one who took the channel? Dude, and I saw him record a video and he says his brother, his brother still needs to how needs to learn how to work a camera. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I heard someone say, I think it was on Bongai's channel. Not Bongai, sorry, Hungani's channel, where he said um something about like usually if you're splitting you can sell the channel, you know, if it didn't belong to someone. But I don't understand why he took the channel. Yes, oh, you can. Really? I, unless oh, really? I'm interested in whatever, I just buy the channel and they give me a rate and then I do it. Because respectfully also, like, do people just watch MXOLE1? That's, that's what time will tell. That's what we're waiting to see. Okay. If we're uh, being honest. <laughs> this is very tricky. But yeah, that also was very sad, though, online. Like, that. But she also, she moved on because she has her own channel. Maybe that's how he justified it. Um, he justified, um, like, you know, you've got your own channel. Let me take this channel. But it's just like, but he also has his own channel. Why did he feel that he must take this one? I'm making it dramatic, but... Wait, sorry. I just want us to look at the views. The number of subscribers. No, the views. Like, the views okay, channel, channel. He, he deleted, obviously, the videos. The highly... Uh, you mean dreams but those people they like um their videos would be nothing less than 50k like they used to get views their pranks were insane now i mean like it was building up it was like from 49k 33 62 95 uh 9.5 i mean sorry 7.1 now the latest one two days ago that's not bad 3.1k views but i mean if you have like 170k 79 subscribe subscribers so it's like we'll see only time will tell but it's just weird that why is the channel not sold well, when I was, the mom panza channel that has always been Sibu's channel so you know it can't be like yes. sold but this one was like their channel that they started but anyway so then the next couple that followed were the hey, ladies. Ooh, Punza's heart no, was so I broken when this It was a shocker. Said, I didn't see that? it coming. Not this one. Not this one. I didn't. Happy, happy these people no, were just starting. Remember they I, were doing eh? the... Like, uh, uh, Mo was going to work full time with Tato Ing Ing. Bongani, it's also very sudden also. Like, even for them. I don't want to lie. Guys, we cannot underestimate how tough this pandemic has been. I... That's what I'm saying. And I think Sibu and Bushe proved it even more. I actually have Sibu's um, intro to the video explaining the breakup. And I think I wanted to just discuss this approach quickly. Um, but let's take a listen to what he has to say. Um, I have some really sucking news for you guys. I already knew it um, by here. When he was, I was like, actually, oh, now that I watch YouTube videos standing up, you have bigger problems than I do. So, um, B and I have decided to split up um, indefinitely. Uh, it's been a very difficult um, time ever since like COVID um, started. And um, I think there's so many things that happened in our individual lives that we're just, we're just unable at this moment to, to be there for each other, I think. Um, there's that cliche in like movies where people are like, I have to do things alone. And um, you think it's a cliche until you realize that, you know what, that's your life. Um, so yeah, that's what's going on. Um, 
I really hope that you guys can still support us in um, whatever we do uh, going forward. Um, I think I also wanted to say that I, I hope you guys know that um, sharing our relationship with you guys was one of the most fun that parts is so of sweet. Um, being in a relationship. So as much as I'm you know, here to give you guys some sad news, I'm also here to say thank you because... Um, you guys have definitely been one of the one of the fun parts of um, our dating experience. You guys showed us a lot of kindness, a lot of patience over the past uh, four years that we were together. And honestly, I really, really um, appreciate it. For those of you that care, um, you know, I am going to therapy. Um, I am getting help. Um, I'm trying to see my friends as often as possible because um, knowing me, uh, it's very easy for me to just stay at home and hide from everybody and uh, mm. be sad all alone but um, my friends have made it very clear that i'm allowed to be sad you know in front of them and with them so yeah um i'm not okay right now but um i will be i will be that is yeah. it's, it's the fact that he went straight to it for me like i'm not gonna drag this yeah, video out yeah it didn't give that normal cliche yeah even the whole style of the video was so dope it was like like also also like again like what was yeah, he supposed to do? I don't know why sweet. other people drag drag it. Like it was so sweet, short, Mina, sweet, and to the point. Oh man! I, I see. I don't know if you know Maisley. I'm sure you know Maisley. She was she did a video recently of her telling her husband that she's pregnant with their eighth child, and oh, the video. I haven't seen the video, but I saw yeah. Okay, but yes. It's a 30 minutes video. She only tells him right at the end. Right at like the that, end. Me, I don't care things like that. Like, why? Uh, oh my God. I'm going through um Pindo's page. I'm just like, oh, there's pictures of Sibyl. And then at some point, they have to do the deleting. Oh, this is so hard. I feel like this is harder because it's such a public relationship. Do you have Picture to do the deleting? Why? I don't know why, actually. I am i don't think it's necessary. But, like, if she's moving on, what if her other partner is going to be like, ah. Because, obviously, whoever is going to be dating after this, depending on the personality and how private it is, it always gives that thing in the shadow of, if people know, we know Cebu and Cleche. It's always been that. Don't you think? That's true. So that if I'm true. coming in and I'm dating Sibu, I'm always going to be compared to Sefe. Like, oh, she's not as funny. Oh, her jokes are not as... She's a bit too loud. We liked Sibu worse. Naturally, because of the loyalty. But as time goes, um, the new guy or girl grows onto the people. But at some point, you have to delete. You have to delete. Ah. I'm actually sad, sad. Like, I'm mourning, mourning, mourning this relationship properly. Like, I didn't... Before we actually spoke about it, I didn't know how much I actually loved them together. Like, oh, no, man. This sucks. But anyway, they're yeah, alive. Yeah, they were on themselves. You know you're mourning. <laughs> okay, I, I am... Uh, what's another word? But it's, I'm trying to describe how sad it is for me. Like, in this moment. Like, this is legit sad, sad. Like, I was just like... Ah, oh, man. But anyway, Ubongani, I'm Why not warning. Why is it not to be sad about it? A what? 
Why is it not good enough that you just said about it? Okay, I'm just sad about it. I'm just like, damn. Like, it's also just sad when you're just like, oh, you know? Like, the internet does that. Like, we connect with people, like, with um Ken and Diera. We're just, like, growing, growing, growing. And we're just all, obviously, falling in love with the potential of where their life is going. They're going to get married and they're going to... It's also us, us obsessing. And it's like, boom. I wonder how um, Sasha and George are taking it. But anyway, I'm not mourning. I am just deeply sad. But I hope they will, like, yeah. deal with this. And Batlaba, okay, hey? Because yeah. you're important. Anyway. So, I sh- so, I think to close off the segment, I have um, <laughs> a video of Nonche talking about Bonang and her meeting Bonang and their first encounter. Um, I need to just double check what show this was on, but you take a listen whilst I do that. At a place called Safe Repairs, and I gave her a pair of glasses. She was in the audience. Um, she was always one of those young people that uh, wanted this, and she's smart. She's a clever girl, mm. so she 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 would always be around the people where of where she wanted to go. Mm. So she always moved differently. And, and moved like me. Like me. <laughs> what did people a- say in the comments? Well, she was on the Tukiman Mokinwa show, I think. The first person, one of the people who commented um, was Bonang herself saying, I was in the audience? She gave me glasses? Where was this? <laughs> really? Yes, on Twitter. Uh... <laughs> Ah, she moved like me. <laughs> she moved like me. And then Bonang, Bonang said about moving like me. Alice, she doesn't say anything. <laughs> By the way, I bit my tongue there. This is hilarious. I don't know why. Isn't there some truth in it? When Bonang was going up, was she not? Like, it says a lot about her ambition. Not that she was, but she was moving with the... Movers and the shakers. She was working. She wasn't the theater. Yeah, I mean, she does. There is some truth in saying she's smart and saying that she, she knew where to be and when to be there, type of vibe. Mm, mm, um, but I think mm. we're all just wrapped up in the whole. I gave her glasses. Uh, she moves like me. <laughs> Ma'am, be I'll be saying that. I'll be like, yeah. Kind- Bongani also, like, he, the- I, I've seen him, the way he paid <laughs> close attention to how I was working. <laughs> Is the country crying? Was the country crying for you to come back when you went abroad? I don't think so. No, because you were bashing I us. I don't think so. Exactly. Exactly. Bonang was but anyways, living her best life, but it's fine. What is Nonte, what is Nonte still doing superstar things now? I don't know what Nonta's doing right now. I do know that she did go back into acting at some point. Um, but as of 2022, I don't know what she's doing. Uh, okay. No. I am Bongela for giving us Bonang. For, yes, for <laughs> showing Bonang how to move. Yeah, like, like him. Like her. Because, wow. I get, uh, okay, okay, but, uh, YouTube Digest here too. Ngamplante was very nice. I actually enjoyed it a lot. Uh, coming back and just, you know, having chats. I feel 
never mind actually uh let us go <laughs> let's get back into more of word on the street <laughs> you're listening to the rewind Come on! word on the street here we go again Earlier on for Word on the Street, we were asking you whose side you're on, Will Smith or Chris Rock? And here's what Mzanti has to say. I'm on the side of Chris Rock, fuck Will Smith. Uh, yeah, he was too emotional. He, were, he had a very tough okay. 2021. He, he thought that was a great moment to redeem his masculinity. <laughs> mm. Bad move, not at the Oscars. Actually, not ever. So I'm on Chris Rock's side. But if I was Chris Rock, being so shy. Anyway, yeah. Because again, it's another topic of black people. Uh, you know how people like to say, uh, you know, we can't, that's why black people can't be in their spaces because we behave what, what, what. Yeah. Because some people are also leading on that conversation and we're like, just shut up. Just shut up. Sorry. Anyway, uh, what do you think about what he said? So, I, I mean, I was just like... I hear it because a lot of people were saying that it had a feeling of um, Will Smith trying to redeem and reclaim um, all the embarrassment that he's been through quite recently. And him going on in the speech about um, what you call this, protecting his family, etc., etc., etc. I think there is that you can see it like that, you mm. know? But um, it it's wrong. It's wrong. Violence can never be the answer, no. Violence can never be the answer. Violence can never be the answer. It's wrong. But again, Akona, the both of them are wrong because you yeah. don't joke about people's appearances. It's as simple as that for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. you don't joke about people's appearances. Uh, Mrs. Producer and I were discussing this and it's just a thing of you don't understand why people look the way they look and what they've gone through and yeah. to or not to look the way they look. You know, um, someone earlier on was saying that it's an insecurity and you, you just don't joke about people's insecurities. And I argue that you don't know what people's insecurities are. Some people's insecurities yeah. might be things that you can't see, but it is fair yeah. to assume that it can easily be the way someone looks that they are insecure about that. So maybe let's mm-hmm. just leave the way people look alone completely, you know? Yeah. And also what I may be um, caring so good, like like Jada looks so good, got the bold hair, because I didn't even know about this condition here high. I would yeah. just always say, wow, she looks so good. But like maybe me commenting or touching her hair would be very offensive because it's something that's delicate and sensitive to her right now. So I didn't think he had to do that. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Let's leave it there and let's get into some Zansi recap. You're listening to The Rewind. Zansi recap. So the first and the loudest things we must say, Alili, Alili, Alili. It is the wedding season all over South Africa. Kay Naomi got married. And Congratulations baby. to her. And Congratulations. Who? Oh, I said a, a wedding and baby season. 
Oh yes, it's wedding and baby season. That's 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 for sure. Congratulations yeah. to Kay Naomi. She got married. I saw someone tweeting Ozi. Oh, I remember when she used to be crying about Shimza on here. Was it Shimza or who was it again? I forgot. Some DJ yeah. that she dated. And it's like you're insane. Why are you to bring it up? People's past can never be people's past. And I mean, we the same. We brought up whose past did we just bring up right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sorry, I spoke too soon. Let he without the what what be the first to speak. So yeah, no, definitely, yeah, that's true. Butler Samuels is also married. You were saying that um they're saying all the baddies are gone or something like that. Yeah, all the women are the hot girls, that's South Africa. Rihanna is leading all of us. <laughs> She's but, like, now we carrying them babies. You know, now we're carrying babies, now we're getting married. It's like hectic. All the baddies are gone. Look, Bushy Samuels, just K Naomi. Those girls are hot, hot. Uri Hannah. Hey. Yeah. Congratulations to them for getting married. On to uh, a the bit only, more. The only hotties yeah. who are not married is Usi and I. What are you trying to say to me? I just want to put myself in the same list as Rihanna of hotties. Just be like, no, Rihanna, oh. we'll close the gate. You guys can move forward. We will close. We'll that, make sure the gate's locked. That was your, that was your goal only. That was your one and only mission with that comment. <laughs> Not yes. a mission to to, no, to, to to suddenly tell me that I need to make things happen. Actually, you know what? I'm I'm I'll lock the I'll be I'll be Majingilani for this one because. You know, Mrs. Producer's well in. So me, I'll just be there at the gate. Uh, I'm like, I'll be the last baby in the, in the game to lock it up. But for now, let me just be here by the door. <laughs> <That is funny>. <laughs> <laughs> to make sure that everyone is in. Is in and they're secure and they're happy. And I'll join you there later. <laughs> you are funny, Punta. Um, and then in some... Disappointing and sad news. Uh-huh. I'm sure you know of her. The lady, the ma- the coco who does the um, paintings um, in traditional Ndebele style. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was assaulted in her home. Apparently, uh, a man came through, allegedly came through and beat her up, punched her, up, punched her a couple of times and took some belongings of hers. Including wow, money. Does Mama Esther live alone? She does live alone. Her home is an unofficial heritage site in that where it is, it is um, quite elaborate. It has the patterns on it. It has her name on it. Everyone in the neighborhood knows Umam Esther Ushala Lapayada, you know, type of vibe. Ukok Esther Ushala Lapayana. And so it, it says that whoever went there. Went there knowing exactly who they're going to type of vibe. Mm. Sure, that sucks. Yeah, I hope they can like really get someone to take care of Mom Esther Gamko because why would somebody just do that to a fragile granny like that, man? Ugh, that's so cruel. It really is cruel. Um, maybe it hints back. Like, I mean, obviously, crime in South Africa hints back to unemployment. And the earlier um, apartheid and all of those sort of things, but I think 
it's just very disappointing that even people who are waving our flag up high and people who the whole nation is proud of, they are still not safe, you know? Mm, yeah. You think with Umam is that people knowing where she stays and um, everyone in the so community popular. knowing her, her being so like. It, yeah, you you think that such things don't happen to her? Like when these things happen, you're just like yo, I nami most bias type of vibe. Yeah. Well, that's where my brain goes. So mm. I know. I hope she's well. Is there any updates? So yeah, there is an update. She is healing. Uh, the the KZN or is it Pumalanga? Um, department is looking uh for the person who did it. And they're quite hopeful that they are going to catch the person who who did it, you know? Yeah, I hope they do. But also to do something about... Um, we need to have someone, like, be there. Like, we understand it's like a tourist attraction. Everyone knows. But, like, somebody has to be there for Mama Esther. Like, not just, like, have her be alone. Yeah, I definitely do agree with you. The state needs to put some money into that. Because she has waved this flag way too high mm-hmm. and way too far. Yeah. So you were saying Omisali is on generations. Many generations are you umbonile or Uzwe? Oh, hectic. But that's, was she that's like it. in and out or only character, like storyline, story arc vibes? I remember, I think it was Rhythm City or something where she did an in and out. So I'm wondering if she's doing an in and out again because. And never graduated this past weekend and it looked great. But now it's a bit sad when you come to these new oh shucks when you come to these news that Abu generations. I mean, I'm interested to see what performance should give. Um do you watch it like, in your family? Back in the day, like you'd have celebrities come in and make an appearance and go. I can get that, but like a whole character, maybe she's doing acting class. You know what? I don't want to judge until I see it because if she's going on generations, obviously they want viewers of like us because I don't think a lot of people are watching it now um, as, you know, as frequent as we used to back in the day growing up. So if Michelle is there, obviously there's going to be a crowd going there. And I should understand that, but like Michelle likes quality. So I'm hoping she is going to do acting classes of some sort. Yeah. I'm I'm also hoping she's investing in it and she's not just rocking up on set and just remembering mm. her lines at home, you know? Yeah. Okay, no, that's fine. Um Maporisa mm. with Chance the rapper, Angi Bonanga Lena, but Yay! I saw Chance, I saw the video Mariano, guys, of Chance. Far, yes, of Chance going to him and like like, 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 knowledge, acknowledging him, like, yo, we are yens in Doya Koyeza. Yeah, yeah, we are yens. And you know how nice that is? Even if it wasn't a chance, like, when somebody comes and they're like, yo, dude, it's lovely. But I think it's nicer when it's chance, like, recognizing also. Yeah, I do agree. I do agree. When it's someone whose work is highly acclaimed and now they mm, look up someone to... Someone you look up to... And they well, see, we don't know if Maporisa looks up to Chance, but you know. Ah, but you know, 
Okay, that's true. That's true. But you know, sometimes in 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 South Africa, even if I've never listened to whose music, I look at I I you know what we are sharing. Yo yo yo, Adele. I don't my songs, and I'll just be like, wow. I just feel like yeah, I'm okay, but <laughs> it's the assumption. Sorry. <laughs> so, do you think between? Nak music and Casper. Who do you think is going to uh-huh. win this fight? It's taking place on the 9th of Basically, April. Basically, it looks like Naku. Huh? Uh, you think Nak is going to take it? Basically, because obviously, you know how he looks. Mana, we don't know. It's just going to be... This was going to be a real fight. Not that thing with that other boy. Yeah, this... Yeah, no. This is going to be... This is going to be a rumble, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to watch it. When does it air? On the 9th of April. I'm not sure where. I think it might be live on YouTube. No, no, definitely it's going to be live on YouTube. This is exciting. Like, I'm planning a date now like this. I'm just thinking this is like a nice date opportunity. Like imagine you did coffee uh, movie nights, not with just like a partner or whatever, but like friends and stuff. Just to watch the fight. Yeah, this is entertaining. Like, I mean, this is where we are at now in South Africa. So I'm just trying to see like if I knew which day it was or whatever. When we're even done recording, plan a date and go watch this thing and even a fun thing. But watching it alone is too tense. I don't like seeing people fight, so I don't I wouldn't like enjoy watching it alone. You don't like watching people fight, Mara. You could watch Abu Kale beat up their wives alone. I also like would hide. Like I wouldn't just like watch, watch, watch. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, it's it's science. What I think. Wait, you know what I'm actually thinking? That we must um. Uh, not must, but if when we can, and if you watched it, also review it as well, because that is so entertaining. Like, I feel like it's exciting. You know what? It's exciting. Like, you know what feelings are, are coming up from me? Like, you know when? I don't know if you guys did sports, but I remember yeah. primary school when I was in like when there was sports and stuff. And on the day where we're gonna have like, uh, was it athletics? What what? It was an exciting day because we had a half day and the rest of the afternoon was just going to be chilling and we're just watching people play if you didn't play sports. So I enjoyed that. So this is also giving that because we're going to be doing it, all of us, as, uh, as South Africans. Because the, the one with that other boy with the soprano voice, everyone was watching and I passed out. I was too tired. So now I'm ready for this one. I'm ready to rumble. <laughs> Friday action night. Yes. <laughs> so, in some more great news, um, Yolanda Tianki, who was uh, expelled from Rhodes after protesting um, rapists on the campus uh, in 2016, she won her case against Rhodes University. Rhodes had expelled her for life. She had a couple of um, exams left before she finished her graduation. And uh, she was part of the RU, um, what's it called? Reference list, hashtag RU reference list, which outed um, rapists, uh, alleged rapists in the university. And she was accused of being part of four girls who went to four boys' dorm rooms and dragged them out of their rooms in the night 
um, for for their involvement in uh, sexual assault in the university. And she was expelled for life. And she was um, charged with kidnapping as well. And this wasn't just her. Um, it was her and a couple of other students mm. who have also won. Um, but her name was one of the leading ones. And they were charged with assault, insubordination, and defamation, along with kidnapping as well. And she tweeted that she just won her case. She says, it brings me great pleasure to announce that I have won against Rhodes University. The appeal is upheld and the judgment has been set aside. God is amazing. People were disappointed when they heard that she was expelled for life. People were like, what the, f- what the fuck do you mean she's expelled for life when she's got like two, three exams left before she's passing? Yes. And it was very disappointing to see the university take such a stance on women protesting um, sexual assault on the Mm. campus instead of arresting the abusers or the alleged suspected people. um, It was the the victims who are being, the survivors who are being arrested and being um, barred from entering the university or partaking in um, furthering their academic studies in the hopes of getting future employment uh, because all they did was be a part of a protest. So her and a couple of others, um, they've come back. They've gotten some great news that um, Rose has not won. And I think it's a good sign, but we also know it's rare in this fight of GBV to see something like this. Instead, the all too familiar side is is arresting the survivors and it did take long i mean it's 2016 now it's 2022 that's six whole years you know so what happens in these um instances so find the school expelled me and then we take them to court and go to court am i how are they like getting money back in any way does the school pay them who the students like obviously they've lost money going to whatever yeah so I saw a tweet that um, the, the the school has to pay the uh, lawyer fees, um, but I'm not the institution has to pay the lawyer fees. But I'm not sure if part of the judgment is um, um, what's this compensation for them, you know, mm. for because for it's... for the 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 inconvenience of the whole thing or whatever inconvenience and also i've gone through trauma and you guys say i didn't yeah i've spent six years dealing with this and not even dealing with the fact that i was being you know either harassed or raped on campus like now it's like i should be paid for that because who's going to pay for therapy when it's so expensive in this country i couldn't quality whether whether or not if i graduated i was going to get a job or not that's wasted my time but the whole country is also attacking you as well, oh, you know? Uh, they went through a lot. Not everyone is on your side. We know these toxic men here in South Africa on Twitter. Hmm. I'm happy. Yeah. She must That's be good news. Lady. That's good news. We are elated for her. Um, and I'm sure she is elated for herself. Or they are elated for yeah. themselves as well. We're going to leave it there for Mzansi Recap. We're going to get into some word on the street, the very last one for the day, and then we're going to close it off. Come on! Word on the street. Here we go again. Once again, we were asking you whose side you're on, Will Smith or Chris Rock. The Oscars were quite 
um, intense. Do you know that afterwards, apparently that's when, oh yeah, I told you earlier on that he won his Oscar, his very first Oscar for the first time, like 10 minutes later after slapping Chris <laughs> Rock. It, it's insane. Yeah. Let's hear what someone else has to say. Chris Rock is a comedian and stuff. So it is his job to make pleasantries out of serious situations. So reaction here will submit that I mean it's unprecedented okay. because firstly um, we already know that Chris Rock is going to make a joke out of everything and then with with Will Smith being himself uh, making a mockery out of himself pretending to to be defending the honor of a woman who has countlessly cheated on him is very trivial for me I mean I feel like it's a publicity stunt on Will's part because I don't genuinely think he cares enough about mm. Jada or he's just faking mm. it to cover for the fact that his wife cheated on him <laughs> with a fucking teenager. <laughs> with the hey, fucking Zanzi, teenager. You do not mince, you do not mince your words, yeah, Mzansi. Not at all. Yeah, no, but also I don't like guys who went through it. Hey, last year I, Shemi, went through it. Maybe, I don't know, Shem. Oh. You know what they say? It's nuanced and complex. Yes. It definitely is. Nuanced and complex. Um, I mean, yes, I do. There goes that thing again about Will um, trying to redeem his honor as a man type of vibe, you know, uh, by doing that and standing up for his family. I think even in his speech, he was hinting at that by mentioning about how he is a protector. He is a protector. And yes, comedians can make fun of everything and anything and if nothing is if if anything if everything is funny then nothing must be offensive type of vibe and i hear that thought process but guys medical conditions and the way people look like for me it's very difficult to see that even if the person who is experiencing it is laughing if jada wasn't pissed i think there might be a part of me that might have been like, hmm, I'm, I'm still not sure whether that joke is okay, you know? Yeah, I agree with you. I definitely agree with you. Ish. Hi, but it definitely is nuanced. Like, it's just not like an easy, like, I am on, now I'm, I'm not, I'm still also agreeing with, like, a man must protect his family. That also is wrong. Also, but violence is not the answer, you know? Zining. 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 Yeah. Closing words. What are you gonna leave us with for this you week? Are, this is, is your turn now. I think I can edit closing words. I am going to say. Oh, I'm actually reading a book, and I took some quotes from the mm-hmm. book, and this one is the one I'm going for. And I wanted to make this my um, caption for my picture, but I think I'm just gonna post this as it is. It says, "Stopping a piece of work just because it's hard, either emotionally or imaginatively." is a bad idea and that is from stephen king whatever you're working on hey. don't give up because it's a bit hard oh, that feels personal because i gave up on something that was hard but yeah no thank you for okay. that i'm gonna give you another one Bunta. if you're looking for a sign this is it <laughs> yes it definitely is damn Go pick up whatever that thing is. Go pick it up and you're going to start it again. You hear me? Yeah, I actually was feeling like, hey, maybe after here I'm going to rest. No, I'm going to continue reading my book as well for research. So, yeah, thank you so much. 
Oh no no no! Minanya vogaxa sanyechim. So I am not about to do any. I'm just gonna eat and pass out. I am. Whew. Yeah, I'm gonna sleep at um, half past ten, so it's fine. I, I can just do three pages. It's gonna make me feel. It's gonna be good enough. Did you see that? Apparently, um, Mzansi's homeowner market has had an influx of young single women buying property. Yay! Really. I'm like Chesa, Chesa Nguanyana, Chesa the girls. Oh, we must ask them. Secure the land, the babes. Secure the land. Yeah. You do not need a man to sign for a piece yeah. of land. Go and do it for yourself. 100%. Damn, that's really... Hey, did you hot? Did you closing with the harbong Okay, we're going to leave it there. Punta cannot handle the heat in the kitchen. <laughs> Mzanti, reach out to us at the rewind underscore SA on Instagram and on Twitter. You can send an email to... Let's leave that out. Um, Punta, where can the people find you? <laughs> Let's leave that out. I'm Punta underscore everywhere. At Punta underscore. Oh, and actually, you know what? Screw everywhere. Just follow me on TikTok. I'm under... No, I'm lying. Okay, let's start again. Punta, P-U-U-N-T-S-A. That's my handle on TikTok. Okay. <laughs> I'm a Gen Z. <laughs> I'm P-E-E underscore Tenacity on Twitter and on Instagram. Thank you so much for spending the time with us. We really do appreciate it. Um, all the best. We're going to see you in two weeks' time. Uh, keep it keep it fresh. Keep it popping. And let us know what you want us to talk about on the podcast. Punta. Thank you so much for having me on your platform. It's thank been you, great. Like it always great. is. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> it has been great. Bye. YouTube Digest. The, the Rewind. Ujiwa King. Am, am I saying this right? Ujiwa King. Hello. Chris Forward. Word on the street.